This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Bruch Ma'abam. Welcome to Daf HaShavu. We continue in Mesechta Yivamais. We are discussing the opinion of Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi said in the Mishnah, and he wasn't the only one who said this in the Mishnah, that if a androgynous Koyen marries a woman, he is considered a full-fledged man, and he can allow her to eat truma on his account. The Lashon of the Mishnah is, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon Oymrim, Androgynous Kohen, Shanit Nasa Bas Yisrael, Ma'achila B'Truma. An Androgynous Kohen who marries Bas Yisrael, he allows her to eat truma. That means the opinion of Rabbi Yosef together with Rabbi Shimon is an Androgynous, is a Vadai Zachar. In fact, the Gemara, the Gemara asks, Amar Rav, Rav said, Lesa lemasnisin mekame brisa. Rav said, We don't hold of the Mishnah on account of the brisa. The Mishnah that said, Rabbi Yossi says, an androgynous is Michael's wife, Truma. We don't hold of that on account of the brisa where Rabbi Yossi expresses that we're really unsure as to the status of an androgynous. The Tanya we learned in a brisa, Rabbi Yossi Oimer. Androgynous baria b'fnei atzma. Rabbi Yossi said definitively, an androgynous is a creature unto itself. It's not a male. It's not a female. V'loi hechriu b'chachamim, and the chachamim did not give a definitive view im zacher im nekeva. So basically, Rav is saying that even though the Mishnah states that Rabbi Yossi says that a androgynous is a vaday male, the Brisa says we are unsure. So the Gemara asks on that, what? We're going to give more credibility to the Brisa over the Mishnah? Usually we say a Mishnah is much more credible. A Mishnah is, has been redacted and edited by Rebbe, and therefore it's considered more authoritative. However, a Brisa was considered learnt, bar means outside. A Brisa, it was, it was taught outside the house of Rebbe, and it's not necessary as authoritative. Adarabah, lesa la Brisa, mikami masnisen. We should not hold of the Brisa on account of the Mishnah. Meaning the Mishnah should be more authoritative. Why are we giving more credence to the Brisa over the Mishnah? Says the I'll tell you why. Because Midashavke Rabbi Yossi Barzuge, Rabbi Yossi lost his partner in the Brisa. In this Brisa, Rabbi Yossi lost his partner. In the Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon say an androgynous is a vaday male. And in the Brisa, it's only Rabbi Yossi. Hey, where'd Rabbi Shimon go? Where did Rabbi Shimon go? Why did Rabbi Shimon drop out? Now if you're going to say it's a machloikas, what Rabbi Yossi holds, so shouldn't it be the same dispute what Rabbi Shimon holds? Says the Gemara, says Rashi, Midashavke Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Shimon Barzuge, Rashi's on the third line, Da'ari behedyu b'masnisen, from the fact that Rabbi Yossi left Reb Shimon, his partner, that he is speaking explicitly in the Mishnah, and he talks, Reb Yossi speaks alone in the Brisa, that means he retracted. It's not a machloikis what Reb Yossi holds. It's not there are two different views what Reb Yossi holds. It's he retracted. Because if it was two different views of what Reb Yossi holds, then you would say, okay, erase the Brisa, because a Mishnah is more authoritative. 
but if it was two different views what Rabbi Yossi held, then presumably there would be two different views what Rabbi Shimon held. But the fact that only Rabbi Yossi expressed his opinion, meaning if it's a is Tanoim, what Rabbi Yossi holds, then Rabbi Shimon should appear in the Bible as well. It must be that Rabbi Yossi retracted. Now, if he retracted, we know Brysos were taught after Mishnayis. So it means his final view is that we're unsure what the androgynous is. So in other words, if there would be a dispute what Rabbi Yossi held, we would side with the Mishnah. But if there's no dispute, but he held one view and then he retracted to a different view, so we're going to go with the later view. And what's the later view? The later view is that we're not sure what uh, an androgynous is. Shmamina Hadarbe. So from here we see that uh, Rabbi Yossi retracted. Ushmuel Amar, Shmuel in contradistinction to Rav, he holds, not that we're going to uphold the Brisa in the face of the Mishnah, but rather, Shmuel Amar, less the Brisa becoming Masnison. We will not hold of the Brisa because of the Mishnah. Shmuel will say, we will not hold of the Brisa from before the Mishnah. Meaning, the Mishnah is more authoritative, and Rabbi Yossi holds that an androgynous is a Vadai Zachar. Says the Gemara, Adaraba, just the opposite, Lesselamasis in the Kamei Braisa. We should dismiss the Mishnah because of the Braisa. We should give more credence to the Braisa. Why? Why would you ever give more credence to a Braisa over a Mishnah? The answer is because we happen to know Shmuel's personal opinion is that we will follow an individual view when it's more stringent over a majority view that's more lenient. We infer that Shmuel holds that we're concerned for an individual view. Shmuel is of the opinion that if you have an individual view which is machmir, we will follow that over a majority view which is mekel. Now, um, the Brisa that says we're not sure what Androgynous is, is more stringent than the Mishnah that says we know for sure that he's a Zachar and he could feed his wife Truma. So presumably then we should follow the Brisa which is more stringent over the Mishnah. Says the, says the Gemara, no, hold your horses. Hanimili, when do we concern for the minority view? Kiloi Nisan, when you're not uprooting a Mishnah. Avokimisakramas Nisan, but if you would be uprooting a Mishnah, like we would be over here, Loichayish, we're not worried about a minority view, and therefore we're going to follow the Mishnah. Now the Gemara is going to list various teachings that Rabbi Yossi taught, and whether the halacha is like him. Now again, Rabbi Yossi is a very important Tana. Why? What did he teach? Rabbi Yossi is the author of Seder Oilam. Seder Oilam is a group of Brysos, well, coming up in Sefer Shemais. In, uh, not only does Seder Oilam speak about the years of the world since the creation, it also speaks about um, basically the chronological history of the narratives of the Chumash. So Amri Bey Rav Mishmed Rav, they taught in the Academy of Rav in the name of Rav, Halacha k'Rabiosi ba'androgynous of a harkava. The halacha is in accordance with Rabiosi when it comes to an androgynous, someone who displays signs of male and female, and when it comes to harkava, harkava is grafting. 
Ushmuel Amar Shmuel says no. The halacha is like Rav Yosi bekoishi uvekidosh. When it comes to uh, the difficult labor pains and assering grapes and wheat, and we're going to explain. Androgynous hada amran. Androgynous that which we said earlier that the halacha is like Rav Yosi by androgynous. In the now, which androgynous? In the Mishnah or the Brisa? <laughs> That's the question. So Rashi learns, like the Mishnah. Meaning the halachas like Rabbi Yossi of the Mishnah and And then an androgynous is a vadai male. And we're going to say that this Amri Beirav was Rav Huna later on. And this argues on what we said earlier uh, in the name of Rav, that Rav said the halacha is like Rav Yossi in the Braisa. This version of Rav is the halacha is like Rav Yossi in the Mishnah, that an androgynous is a vadai male. Now, that's what it means. Halacha is like Rabbi Yosi by, by Androgynous. Harkava, when it comes to grafting. Um, Ditnan, we learned in a Mishnah. Ein Noitin. We do not. Plant. Now this is very important. This is regarding the halachas of Shviyas. We know that during the Shemitah year, you can't be involved in working the field. There are different types of ways of planting. There's the traditional planting. You put a seed in the ground. There is grafting, where you basically you take a branch from a different tree and you stick it into a, a growing tree. And it, it sort of fuses together and it grows. And there's something called markivin. Markivin is basically... Let's say you have uh, an apple tree or a vine branch and you take the vine branch, you sort of stretch it from its original vine and you stick it into the ground and you pull it up the other end. And basically once it starts sprouting from the second insert into the ground, you disconnect it from the original tree. So all of these methods are considered uh, planting. Dalacha is, of course, you're not a plant in the Shemitah year. Not only are you not a plant in the Shemitah year, you're also not allowed to plant within 30 days of Shemitah, lest it start growing and really taking effect in the Shemitah year. So the halacha is, Ein noitin, you're not a plant, Ein mavrichin, you're not a graft, Ein markivin, you can't insert into the ground, Erev Shviyas, the year before Shemitah, Pachas Mishloshim Yoim, Lefnei Rosh Hashanah, less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. And if you did, we're going to penalize you, and we're going to say you have to uproot it. V'imnata, if you planted, V'hivrech, or grafted, V'hirkiv, or inserted, Ya'akar, you have to uproot it. So basically, this is assuming that it takes 30 days for it to uh, take root. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, kolhar kavash enu kolatas, b'shosh yom 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 b'
or inserting, if it doesn't, if it's not starting to flourish within three days, it won't take effect. In other words, Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that the process really starts working not after 30 days, but after three days. And therefore, you have to wait three days before the correct amount of time. We'll see what this means in a moment. And Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yosef, Shimon says it takes two weeks. So we have three-way machlok is how long the process is of planting, grafting, and inserting take. Does it take 30 days? Does it take three days? Does it take two weeks? Now, Rav Nachman will add that these three views have to be added to the 30 days. The 30 days are untouchable. You can't do anything 30 days before Shemitah. Now the question is, since the process of grafting, planting, or inserting takes either 30 days, 3 days, or 2 weeks, you have to tack that on to the 30 days. So if it takes 30 days, you, have to, you can't plant 60 days before Shemitah. If it takes 3 days, you can't plant 33 days before Shemitah. If it takes 2 weeks, you can't plant 44 days before Shemitah. So Rav Nachman, Rav Ravua, According to the view that it takes 30 days, you need 30 and 30. According to the view that it takes 3 days, you need 33 days. According to the view that it takes 2 weeks, it needs 2 weeks and 30 days. So regarding these two halachas, Andragonus and um, Shemitah, the halacha is like Rabbi Yossi in the view of Rav. Ushmuel Amar Shmuel says, Bekoishi, when it comes to labor, the kiddush, and prohibiting grapes and grain, we paskin like Rabbi Yossi. So let's get a little bit of an intro. Here's the intro. The laws of Nida are very different than what we practice today. Today, we, the, the way we practice Hilchas Nida is if a woman shows any bleeding, she needs to wait three clean days. And she checks herself for seven days, and then she goes to the mikvah. However, that is not midairaisa. Midairaisa, a woman could bleed for seven consecutive days, and then as soon as she stops bleeding, she goes to the mikvah. She doesn't need clean days. Midairaisa, only a zava needs clean days. What's a zava? Basically, a woman has a cycle. Her first seven days, if she bleeds... During those days, as long as she's clean at the end of seven days, she goes to the mikvah. But then she has a period of 11 days. In in that period of 11 days, if she bleeds one day, she only has to wait one clean day and she could go to the mikvah. If she bleeds three consecutive days, she becomes a zava gedoyla. And then she requires seven clean days. And then she goes to the mikvah and she brings karbonos. The reason why our women need seven clean days, is it's Xerad Rabbanon atu the Zava. But it's only Midrabanon. Now, when a woman is in labor, and when a woman gives birth, she has blood. She's Tame. When she gives birth to a, a male, she's Tame for seven days. When she gives birth to a female, she gives birth, she's Tame for 14 days. After the seven days for a male, she has 33 clean days. During that time, if she bleeds, she's tahar. 
But when she gives birth to a female, she's tummy for 14 days. After that, she has 66 days. If she bleeds then, she is tahar. Now, we don't do dam tahar anymore. By us, all women are the same. When they bleed, they're usher for 7 days. Now, let's say a woman is in her period of zava. And if she bleeds three consecutive days, she'll become a zava. But what if that is not zava blood? What if it's labor blood? How long can we assume a woman is in labor for that we say, oh, this is not the blood of zava, this is her labor blood. Because if we know it's the blood of her childbirth, then we're not going to say this is dam. Zava. So, the question is, how long can a woman's labor last for? Let's look at Rashi for a moment. Rashi says, Kama kishuya, the and we hold, benida da iraisa, that by a biblical nida, hamakasha betoch yoralef, shebe nida nida, if a woman is in labor, in the 11 days between one nida and another, v'raya dam gimel yamad sufim, and she sees three blood for three consecutive days, machmas tsar vlada, because of the pain of her embryo of her pregnancy, in a bali day ziva, she would not come to ziva that she would have to count seven days like a woman who is given birth, like a woman who is given birth in her state of ziva. Ella, you made Tumas great, so she's only tame. Meaning if a woman gives birth after being a zava, so she would have to go through the Zion Nikiyam of a Zava. In other words, let's say a woman, right after she was a Zava, she gave birth, so she would not be Tahar until she went through Zion Nikiyam. However, if this woman, maybe the reason she bled for three days is not because she was a Zava, but rather because it was, it was labor. And we know that the din of Tomas Zava is only if it's blood from her Zava, not from her labor. So how long can a woman be in labor for that we say this is not Zava blood from her 11-day period, but this is her labor blood? I mean, could a woman be in labor for five years? Could a woman be in labor, let's say, for the rest of her marriage? How long could a woman be in labor for? Says the Gemara, Kama Either 40 or 50 days at most. And after that, if she's still bleeding, we say this is Zava blood. So if after the 40 or 50 days of labor, she bleeds three days, so we say, okay, those three days are the blood of uh, Zava. But until then, the first 40 or 50 days, that's the blood of labor. It's enough to the months. Which means as follows. Starting Rosh Chodesh of her ninth month, all the blood of that month is labor blood. Not the last month. Only starting from the Rosh Chodesh that begins her ninth month, all the bleeding of that month is labor. If she bled three days before that, that could be Zava bleeding. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon Oymrim, Rabbi Yosem and Rabbi Shimon say 
the Kishoy is not more than two weeks. So regarding that, the halacha is like Rav Yoisi, that the Kishoy is not more than two weeks. Now what is the case of Kiddush? Kiddush is asering grape and wheat. We know the halacha is that grapes growing together with wheat is klayim, and they're both asr bahana. So, um, Kiddush, the Tanan we learned in the Mishnah, HaMasachich Gefonai Agave Tulasai, one who, one who uh, hovers his vine branch on his grain, Shal Chaveroi, Hareza Kiddush, it asers the grain. And if you did that, you are responsible for the achrayas because you asered the grain. Divrei Reb Meir. Reb Yosef, Reb Shimon Oymrim, Reb Yosef and Reb Shimon say, You can't answer something that doesn't belong to you. And we pass like Reb Yosef, that a person can't answer something that doesn't belong to them. Okay, Marv Reb we will... Uh, Hold it over here. Bez Hashem, tomorrow night is Matsoi Asar Bateves. But nobody's going to have Rachmanes on anyone. So uh, we got to do Pei Gimel Amon Bez. And moving right along. Thanks everyone for joining. Have a wonderful night. Laila Tov, thank you so much. Call Tov. Um, yes, Mike, what's the... Yeah. This quantity of- You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.